Hello, America. It's Friday. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, a story that came out, what, yesterday, day before, uh, that you might have read. Probably not of great interest to anyone, but I wanted to address it. Uh, There was a story that came out uh, in The Hollywood Reporter and Variety and others that Glenn Beck's The Blaze is going to end on linear TV. Digital properties will continue. Um, If you remember, and you've been listening to me for a long time, about 2010... Uh, or at least Fox 2010, early 2011. We started The Blaze in 2010. And uh, the idea was, first idea was just to pay for all the research that we were doing uh, for my show. Um, and so we started The Blaze just as a offshoot of, uh, you know, just a news gathering place. Then when we saw the state of, the control of of cable and the horizon of what was coming, we knew that cable was not the place to be. In fact, I said to Stu every day, and verify this, Stu, every day from like 2009 until the day we left Fox, I said, we have to get out of here. This whole industry is going to burn to the ground. Yeah, you're never a fan no. of, of the cable sort of no. thing. Uh, and, you know, you, you made that clear on the air yes. even when we were, you know, doing it. Right. So we were doing it, and we did it because in 2010 and 11 and 12, that was still the major force. It was still a time where, you know, every time you tried to play a video on your phone, it would buffer for, for yeah. minutes. You know, you couldn't, no one knew how to get things on their TV that were streaming. It was really early. Remember, it was still at the yeah. time when people would go, oh, you do an internet show? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was not, it was just not anything that anybody believed in uh, at the time. Uh, well, technology has changed a great deal. And when it comes to cable contracts, if you look at, you know, what is it, Fox Nation, which I'm sure is a fine service. If you look at Fox Nation, they don't have any of their major talent on Fox Nation. And the reason why is because they have cable contracts. We have those same kind of cable contracts. And it's why we haven't had a YouTube page. I haven't had a Glenn Beck YouTube page until this year. We started a few months ago. Um, You know, everybody else has... You know, 500,000, a million people. Some people have 5 million people uh, on YouTube. Well, we didn't have one because I couldn't post any of my material on YouTube because of our cable contracts. We now have, uh, we now have uh, Dave Rubin as part of our team. We have Mark Levin. You'll notice Mark Levin doesn't have a show on the Blaze Linear channel, if you're watching uh, cable, because of contracts. The straw that broke the camel back, I mean, we have been doing this, we've been going here for a very long time, and we had made the decision and we knew what we were going to do and and go uh, all 100% digital for a long time. But let me just give you one story that really, I think, uh, really truly says it all. AT&T loses a whopping this is this is from variety AT&T loses whopping 1.4 million TV customers in third quarter people are cutting the cable in in numbers that are a death spiral we can't 
and I and I love the cable people that have carried our show, and I am grateful for everything that they have done, and I hope that they feel we have been good partners to them. And I appreciate everybody who's watched us on cable. But we are now being, because of our contracts, and we live up to our contracts, we, we have to make a choice. We either put these things on Facebook, YouTube, and our own digital platform, or they go on cable, and that's it. It's, that's, that's the losing proposition. So we um, are, uh, we are exciting, uh, ex- very excited uh, about the future. And we really, truly want to thank our, our cable uh, companies that have been with us. And we wish them the best. We really do. But just in the last 90 days alone, uh, on my YouTube channel, which, by the way, didn't have any subscribers because we didn't have one really didn't have anything just a few months ago in the last 90 days 141 million minutes have been watched of content over the last 90 days on the blaze tv youtube channel which couldn't post anything uh you know in the in the days gone by we now had in the last 90 days 156 million minutes and on blaze tv 260 million minutes have been consumed. That's all online. We had to make the decision, where are we going? And where is the world going? And the world is going digital. And our goal is to be with you wherever you are. And companies like Amazon, Netflix, Disney Plus, that's the future. That is the future. And we hope to be the news and conservative commentary and the libertarian commentary, the common sense. We want everyone here who loves the Bill of Rights and loves loves America. If you agree with the Bill of Rights and you love America, and, and that doesn't mean you're blindly loving America. You can point out its flaws, but you don't want to see her destroyed. This is the place for you. And we are growing at exponential ro- uh, growth uh, not only uh, in subscriptions and, and everything else, our subscriber list, when everybody said, oh, Glenn Beck's a genius, and I was like, no, no, we're really not. Uh, it's just common sense. Glenn Beck's a genius. Everybody, everybody. When I was winning awards for being a genius, the blaze is bigger in subscribers now than then. It's yeah. bigger now than it's ever been. And so anybody who was counting us out don't bet against people who have nothing to lose and don't care. Um, so we're bigger than we've ever been. And we plan on being here for a very long time and leading the way. We do also have to announce, however, the uh, the closing of our eight-track tape division. Um, <laughs> we will no longer be producing Glenn's shows oh on eight-track tapes. Are we failing? We it, Well, we, we have failed. And that is, we haven't sold wow. one in about 20 years. Wow. So we really probably should have closed it a while ago. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, I just kept thinking it was going to make a comeback. And well, it never but did. the good news is I am doing this uh, show in AM stereo quad. Ah. So, <laughs> so we got that going for Quad. Us. Yeah. Nice. Quad. When you get quad. to quad, you know yeah. you're doing well. Yeah. Did you see, by the way, the, you mentioned Disney Plus, the, the amount of money 
they are spending on like on some of these shows over a hundred million dollars for one series. There's one, and it's it's tied into Marvel. You know me with the superhero yeah, yeah, yeah. movies. I don't understand any yeah. of it. Um, but they're one of the Marvel series they're apparently doing. And they, and listen, I mean, how much money are they going to make off of this? They're saying if you don't see this TV series, you're not probably going to understand the Marvel movies anymore. Like, oh my god! I mean, this is unbelievable. They're going to make so much money. But they're spending, I think it's $24 million an episode. Oh, my gosh. On, tel- on a television show. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you could see. I, I, read a, I read a story about something that they're doing with the Star Wars series. And um, the Star Wars series, they're spending $100,000 or $100 million. And I think it's for an episode. And apparently the graphics are all way ahead. It is supposedly stunning. Uh, Bob Iger has watched it now three times. The first one to see a rough cut to make sure the story was right. The second time to see if his notes had been implemented. And the third time because he was just like, I'm blown away. I'm just blown away. Just turning into a fan. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is the, is this the, the bounty, the, Medi- I keep thinking of Medi- the Boba Fett show, but it's really not about Boba yeah, Fett, but it, it's about a bounty hunter. It's like, uh, I keep, I, I don't know the name of it. I keep yeah. thinking it's the Metachlorians, which is always like, I don't want to watch that. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. Mandalorian. Uh, that I was like Disney plus, I mean, I got, I got a couple of kids. I'm still, I, I just went to Disneyland. I have no plans of getting uh, Disney I just plus. ordered it this week. The second I saw the Star Wars thing, I'm like, yeah. crap. I just, uh, you know what I did is I signed up. Uh, and then uh, I uh, gave them, God only knows how much money to buy like three years in advance because it was like less, it was like yeah. four bucks a month or something if you do oh, it, I if didn't it in see advance. That. I found a special offer online. Oh, I didn't I'm see a coupon that. cutter. Glenn, I, cut, I got a year because it was cheaper for a year. Yeah. I didn't see the four years. Yeah, it was three or four years or something. Um, and then right after that, like all these phone companies started saying, by the way, you get a year free of uh, Disney Plus with your subscription to your phone. I'm like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> they're not dumb no they, they're not dumb they, they, and now here's where this problem this is where it's going to turn into a problem because all of these companies that own all this ip they own all you know they own disney owns star wars all of the disney movies all of the touchstone movies uh all of the fox movies they own all of that stuff so now what are they going to do with the license with netflix they can't cancel the license because they have a contract with Netflix and Amazon. But are they going to say to Netflix, when this contract is up, we're pulling all of our material? They'll gut mm. places like Netflix. Although by then, Netflix has so much original stuff. They're indispensable, too. Or you got to have a bunch of subscriptions for a while. I don't know how this shakes out in the end. Uh, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of options to to get your entertainment. Well, you're going to you're already starting to see things like, you know, I don't know, Pluto and and Hulu that will sure. Hulu now is Comcast. Uh, so that's Comcast Universal, but and NBC. But you're seeing other things that are just saying we're just going to put a linear stream up of these channels. And so when you. When you start to have a linear stream that's free, and then you can go into an upgrade and say, I want the whole Disney Plus, not just what they're releasing every day in a linear stream. Hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you're replacing cable with things like Pluto, and Pluto doesn't 
it's not a, I mean, it's like your cable company, but it's, you're not paying for it. There's no cable service there. I mean, you're, you're just going online and you're seeing all these shows. What I need now is yeah. a way to ingest multiple shows at the same time. Because right now, all I can do is watch one show at a time, and there's too many shows I want to watch. So well, now I need like I need a way to like matrix like plug in. Yes. So they just insert all the shows as if I've enjoyed them. See, because uh, I'm I'm kind of there. What I'm thinking is I need a way to never go to work, mm. kiss my wife, see mm-hmm. my children, just be able to watch all of the quality programming. And this is your wife and children approved approved this point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Yeah. It was the kiss my wife part. Yeah, that, yeah that's it. She's like, oh, I gotta kiss him still. <laughs> Let him plug in. Hey, can we give our yipe, 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 yipe update? <laughs> Thank you. There's Joey Behar right there. I know. I know, sweetheart. I know. I know. I know. You don't like Trump. I got it. I got it. Sit down. Sit down. Sit. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Joy Behar yesterday and the, and the View, it was pretty incredible what happened with Donald Trump Jr., it really was. Uh, we have the clip here. This is um, it's Donald Trump Jr., Kimberly uh, Gilfoyle. Gilfoyle. Yeah. And then the uh, 1400 hosts of The View. Listen. But nevertheless, when you look at this facts and you look at the circumstance, you look at, in fact, even on this show, the first day after the election, said, and now let's start with impeachment. This has been something that's been going. It's been a concerted effort by a lot of people who are disappointed by the results of the election to undo it and remove a duly elected president of the United States. Number one. Number two, when you look, well, it was on oh, this show on November 9th. So no, actually, it, it wasn't. Well, well, you guys happened. He's not going to do anything still, he says. Well, if he does, then we can kick his ass out. He's going to build the wall. <laughs> you know, there is such a thing called impeachment. You know, there is something called impeachment. Yeah. You know, I hey, uh, they, they have no memory of the things that they say. They have no memory, none. It's very strange, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is for people that are on tape every single day. Yeah, and there was a, another exchange where they went back and forth on uh, on blackface, blackface, because Donald Trump Jr. says uh, they, they're talking about all the things that Trump, Donald Trump, the president, has said, and Donald Trump Jr. says, "Look, everybody says things and does things that they don't like later on. For example, Joy Behar, you were in blackface." I love that. Uh, and then she said, hey, uh, for example, Whoopi, you said uh, someone who was raped. Well, it wasn't rape-rape when it came to Roman Polanski. Um, <laughs> these are not good moments. And, of course, they denied both of them. We know, of course, that both of these things happened. I don't think – do we have the tape of, uh, of, um, of Joy Behar talking about her blackface? We do. Let's, let's uh, here. Here's, here's your face. Oh, you know, this picture. Oh, I was, Joy, is that you? Yeah. Joy, that is oh, you? Yes. Oh, Joy, you No, I know. <laughs> I Joy. was... Joy. I was so cute. How <laughs> cute I was. We, are you my ugly, Joy? No. <laughs> that's, that's that is my word. What, what year is this? Circle I what? I was 29. It was a Halloween party. I went as a beautiful African woman. Oh. 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 So she was black with an afro. Yeah. Huh. And she uh, had darkened skin, which right. is not... Cultural appropriation. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, so you have that going on. And then we also should remember 
And Donald Trump Jr. did not bring this part up. Oh, I wish he would have. Uh, I, but, you know, this has to be added to the conversation because uh, Whoopi Goldberg comes back at them and, and, and hey, don't say that she was not in blackface. What are you talking about? Well, she wasn't in Al Jolson blackface, right. she was- but I do remember somebody doing Al Jolson mm-hmm. blackface. In <laughs> fact, it was Whoopi Goldberg's boyfriend uh, at the time. I believe they, they referred to, because I went back and looked for some of the stories. This mm-hmm. was a big scandal at the time. Yeah. And it was Ted Danson at a roast, came out in blackface. Uh, eating watermelon. Eating watermelon while uh, well, he was uh, the lover of Whoopi Goldberg, which is the way the weird news stories referred to it at the time, um, to the point where now this completely bombed, right? Like this is oh, it was it, it, it was, was ugly in the room. Yeah, everybody everybody was there. It was at the Friars Club, and yep. everybody who was anybody was there, and the room got really really hostile. Yeah, they have all sorts of shots of, yeah. of black celebrities in the audience looking yeah. horrified, turning like, turning their chairs away from it. Yeah, yeah, that's right, uh, uh, Montel Williams. Williams. Right. She's have a good memory. Anyway, uh, she uh, she said uh, uh, she said it took a whole this is Whoopi Goldberg talking after the incident. It took a whole lot of courage to come out in blackface in front of 3000 people. I don't care if you didn't like it. I did. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> Wait she, a minute. <laughs> she also said the N word and he said the N word 10 times. times. Yeah, she said it a few times in her response as well. All these things. Now they're all criticizing people like Donald Trump. I don't have that m- moment from Donald Trump in his history. <laughs> right. But I do strangely have it from you and your white boyfriend, Whoopi. You're listening to Glenn Beck. I have to thank you for listening. It's uh, it's Friday. This is the Glenn Beck program. And I want to thank you so much for listening. I was talking to... Uh, Somebody in uh, Washington, D.C., who's very well versed. And uh, this is what he said about you. He said, Glenn, you're going to can you say it? Can you say it again? He said, I know your audience is the smartest audience in all of radio. And I believe that he said, uh, but you guys are so far ahead. Can you go back and say that again for me? This really well-informed people, uh, you are ahead, and it is important that you stay ahead and you really know what's going on. I urge you this weekend, if you have not watched the specials that we've done, we've done two on Ukraine. Now, you can find them in their entirety or in bits and pieces uh, on you know our YouTube pages, or you can just go to blazetv.com. The first one is um, Ukraine, just Ukraine, uh, the Democrats, Russia. Then, yes, democracy does die in darkness. And the third special, which is coming on Wednesday, is the Democrats, Hydra. Cut the head off one, and two will replace it. Now, we've been on this story uh, for a while, and I told you about three, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we stumbled upon a name that we went, why do we know that name? We had to go back to our files in 2009, which opened up a can of worms that we honestly thought was over. We didn't think there was, we thought that this idea had been discredited 
and they had put that tool back in uh, into a into a workshop bench and said, "Okay, let's not use that tool anymore." Oh, they didn't. They didn't. And what we found is what's really going on, not only in Ukraine, but all around the world. On Wednesday show, next Wednesday, we are presenting new evidence that will give you a much better sense of why people are being asked to testify for the government, why the State Department is picking and choosing certain people, and why they are fighting so hard to shut this down and to just make this about Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. You'll understand it completely. You'll all of a sudden go, oh my gosh. That's why this person, for instance, Jason uh, Buttrill is uh, with us. He's filling in today on Blaze TV right after this program on the Steve Dace show. Um, But for instance, walk through today what happened with the new evidence about Yovanovitch, the American embassy uh, ambassador for Ukraine, there's a new memo that has just been released. Yeah, and this is perfect for what we're about to reveal on Wednesday because it came out, and again, the media is missing, I think, the real point here. But they're showing that she might have perjured herself when she testified that um, she didn't have any communications with this uh, with this staffer. We now know that she was communicating. She responded to this congressional staffer, this Democrat congressional staffer, saying that she wanted to meet up with her and they could, you know, brief each other about what was going on. Well, we know that now is what we think is she was referring to the whistleblower. And it's an interesting connection because it shows that these congressional staffers who Schiff first said that they they didn't have any contact with the whistleblower, um, that they did which the New York Times reported they were in contact with them, but it shows that they were working on a plan. They were coordinating whatever this story was and this handful of diplomats and State Department people. And isn't that strange how it's just these diplomats, these State mm-hmm. Department, they're, they're all the all these witnesses. Mm-hmm. They're all what it appears to be kind of coalescing around this story that they wanted to craft. And when you see on Wednesday these names... All of the names that are coming out right now, I, I'm, I'm struggling with not revealing too much. But let's just say you're going to both be pissed off and freaked out about the direction of the, the, that the country is, is going in. With- I think you know the news producer that I talked to uh, last night uh, who's been around this business for a while. And I said, hey, I just want to run some things by you and just, you know you know just get your read on this and um this producer said to me first of all the first response was shut the hell up (laughs) and i said no but you'd need next quote but you'd need documents do you have documents do you have evidence do you have solid i said we have internal emails we have documents uh we have them on videotape doing these things this producer was like, I am physically sick to my stomach. This is one of the worst things I've ever heard. And the weird thing was that this was what we're going to reveal was actual policy, like presidential policy uh, from 2009 all the way up to 2016. And it is why they're fighting the president, because they're still doing this policy 
And it's why they're saying, I'll quit if the president changes this. He tries to interfere with our stuff in Ukraine. And when you see what they're actually talking about, this started with our search for a few unanswered questions. Where's the missing money? Where is that money going to? Why are these NGOs seemingly being protected by the State Department? Um, Well, I will tell you. If you believe that the United States should be secretly involved in regime change and regime change that doesn't even pick a winner, just sets countries on fire and that we should be spending our tax dollars setting the world on fire, literally, wait until you see the video. And it's not just Ukraine. It's happening today. And we will show you in real time what our government and our State Department is doing in your name. You will not like it. But this is what this is truly all about. When I said to you, this is Jason Bourne stuff. This, when I said, you know, and they mocked me in the press yesterday, Glenn Beck says that the whistleblower is, is in danger from the DNC. Yeah, because when you know what we are going to show you and everyone at the State Department at those high levels and everyone involved around this whistleblower knows You will know it on Wednesday, and you will realize why they do not want this whistleblower to testify. Because he is, he is in in Ukraine, he is all over it. He's like, his fingers are on almost every memo. Are they not? Yeah, Ukraine. It'd be pretty damning if we could find actual like connections uh, between the whistleblower and the people that are currently testifying in the Senate. And it'd be really damning if they were working together you know, during this time that we're going to put out, um, I, you know, if, if someone could unearth some emails like that, that, that would be pretty crazy. I wonder if that's going to happen on Wednesday. I wonder if we have those. <laughs> <sighs> we do have uh, more than enough, more than enough to quite honestly, anyone who is honest, any Republican, independent or Democrat Anyone who is honest, who will look at this and say, good heavens, this A, makes Donald Trump look like an altar boy. B, I don't care who the president is. I don't care who did this. This has got to stop right now. That is on Wednesday. And maybe one of the scariest things I found in looking through all this and researching was that I'm not surprised that the Obama administration was doing this. I'm not surprised one bit. And I think the, the vast majority of the audience won't be surprised. But the infuriating thing is that as it kind of goes towards, and this is what the impeachment inquiry is bringing out, is that this was built to operate on its own. It was built to endure. Um, there's almost a This dr- is Hydra. It really, it really is. And you know what's crazy? We we named this thing internally. I said it's either Specter, uh, Specter or Hydra. Let's decide Specter or Hydra. And we talked about the well. Hydra is cutting the heads off, you know, of one, and then two appear. Does anybody remember what the whistleblower's attorney tweeted in 2017? 
Uh, yes, Zaid, you're talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tweeted uh, on this front. He's a, unrelated, obviously, to unrelated. this. This is two, two years ago. As one falls, two more will take their place. <laughs> He's saying, don't worry, we'll get this done. Mm-hmm. As one falls, two will take their place. Meaning people speaking out against Trump at that time, right? Yeah. About. yeah. Uh, but this is the, that's the definition of a hydra, and that is what the Democrats have built and we show you the Democrats' hydra on Wednesday. Please tell everyone you know to be at their computer or be at their television or be on their phone if you're in an airport. Make sure you are watching this. We ask that you would join us in this effort. We are hiring additional people to be able to uh, continue the research because... Oh, this story does not stop here. Um, It just doesn't stop here. We were on another unrelated story this summer uh, where we have been working with attorney generals here in the United States. And it was unrelated. No, (laughs) no, it's not. No, it's not. It is part of this Hydra. And um, we are going to have that for you right after the first of the year. But please tell your friends, you want the truth? Can you handle the truth? Can you handle it? Or do you just want to win and beat Donald Trump or keep him in office? Or do you actually, can you handle the truth? We find out Wednesday. Blaze TV blazetv.com slash Glenn. Enter the promo code Glenn. You'll save uh, 10 bucks when you sign up for a year. Do it now. blazetv.com slash Glenn. And we'll see you, Jason, in a few minutes. 10 minutes. Uh, in 10 minutes on the Steve Dace Show as he fills in. Um, thank you so much. Thanks. All right. The staff is a little sleepy right now. <laughs> little sleepy. We're at my office. We'll have, to, we'll have to post something on Facebook or Instagram today. My office is on one side of the hallway, and our think tank is on the other side. And in in my office all week have been artists and writers as we are working on the new book, um, uh, Arguing Against Socialists. And on the other side of the hallway, I've got a whole other team of writers and researchers that are working on this special for Wednesday. So we're a little sleepy, um, but uh, it's worth it. It's worth it, and we're producing some really amazing stuff that nobody else is doing that's so important, and we thank you for joining us and being a subscriber at The Blaze. Welcome to the program. Oregon man on trial in the murder of his Russian bride-to-be after investigators found a KFC receipt allegedly linking him to uh, her execution-style death. Uh, Apparently, he was in a love triangle relationship, uh, and uh, he started to get jealous, and, um, you know, things went down with the KFC. uh, And they usually usually do. The colonel's, he's kind of a crazy guy, kind of a crazy guy. Mm -hmm. Now, in more chicken death news, um, uh, the death... uh, a woman was uh, killed after being stabbed to death at a Popeye's in Maryland. Uh, happened at Popeye's Chicken after a fight over a chicken sandwich. 
The Popeye's chicken fa- sandwich thing. I mean, have you had one of these things yet? I have not. We need to do this. You need to try it on the air. I, I just, I'm curious as is to know if it's actually any better or good because they make they're making Popeyes such a big deal about it. Is a really good. Yeah, I really like Popeye. This is their new sandwich, though. That's like overturning the world. And I wonder how much money I could make looking like Colonel Sanders, but pitching Popeyes. Oh my gosh! What if we have you dressed up in the Colonel Sanders costume? Yes, and then we will we'll do like hidden camera footage, like from behind a bush, of you going through the drive-through and buying the Popeye sandwich, and then we'll sell it to oh them my for an ad. Gosh, that's fantastic! I love that's that. a brilliant. I advertisement okay all right just remember that uh station i am edit a, this out so it's yeah so know. it's so it's fresh and then nobody will know i am a kentucky colonel you know you are yeah that's an that's an actual the governor appoints colonels in kentucky and it's i don't even know what it is it's just you know you get a thing for your wall i don't even know <laughs> okay. what you do mm-hmm. but that was colonel sanders i look like colonel sanders i'm a kentucky colonel I mean, hello. How are you? So you, what, you got appointed? What, was it yeah. by Matt Bevan? Uh, no, no, no. It was years and years ago. I don't oh. even remember who. The, this is 30 years ago. Oh, when you were doing radio in yeah, Louisville? Yeah, yeah, in Louisville. <laughs> they made me, a, the governor made me a Kentucky colonel. So, so I am the colonel. So like 30 years ago, people liked you. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. People like with influence. Oh, yeah. They, no, they guts. liked me. They thought that was great. You know, they was like, ah, hey, Glenn's a riot. Wow, times yeah. really do change so fast. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. Now it's Glenn causes riots. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> what happened? It's usually around chicken sandwiches, <laughs> too, which, coincidentally. I was not anywhere near Maryland. <laughs> oh, okay, really? But I'm not saying I wouldn't fight over a good chicken sandwich. You're listening to Glenn Beck.